Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Friday night, barely 11.20 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer, and I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? You wanted that right up at the top, uh, the Bartesian demo. I, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I did ask you. <laughs> I absolutely... That was the question. How are you this evening? You do... Jeez. Oh, um, I mean, I, I have sticky poo. <laughs> But, uh, is it, is it your you know. goal? Is it your goal to just take every single little thing talked about in the pre-show and somehow work it into the opening of the mix? Is that your is that your goal every I, week? I don't I don't think it's a conscious goal, but you know I need some random thing to say. I feel like, and I always do this. You know, it's my thing. I don't say, "Hi, Daniel." Thank you for asking. You know, I'm I'm good. You know, my day's been great. I say some arbitrary thing at the beginning. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. That's how I start. You know, I feel like it's boring when when people go, I I'm here on this podcast tonight with so and so. How are you? And then they go, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? How's the weather out where you are? You know, I like to come right in with guns a blazing. So I have to have some random thing to say and usually it's something random that we've talked about okay great um i moved some stuff around because you you didn't want to do the bartesian demo right oh, that's right. as <laughs> promised though ladies and gentlemen as promised <laughs> adam will be making a drink a cocktail or two this evening or three maybe uh, uh this evening from in with his i can't talk wow. with his bartesian <laughs> suddenly i was yeah. i was messed up with my prepositions there was just like well in out around his bartesian um on. The- <laughs> you know mark sometimes gets uh confused with his prepositions and he has to ask me which one he should use so uh, uh yeah so the well you know when you ask which preposition to use that's called a prepositional query instead of a prepositional phrase anyway um <laughs> that was that was a weird comment I moved some stuff around on the Trello. So I, I wanted to bring this up. Oh, wait, no, I was telling the audience. Now I remember where I was. I was telling the audience, don't worry. We are going, Adam is going to make some drinks. We're going to let the chat room decide what drinks he's going to make. So stand by chat room. We're going to be getting your opinion as to what drink Adam should be making. I have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Do we, do we want to tell them the options oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. we do and yeah. then let them think about it or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Oh, I mean, we haven't, what? we could make a poll. Um, so let me get to my Google drive. I'm going to make a poll here while you tell us what your things are. And then, uh, I will, I have a lot of choices. <laughs> where, where, 
Now, did you see, I, I know this is not a video podcast. I'm so sorry, but they come. So I have these size boxes mm-hmm. that have um, eight cocktail capsules in them. Mm-hmm. And I, I also have this other size here. Yes. It only has six and it opens up like a, oh, I, you know it's, what? It's sealed. It's sealed. Yes. Yes. It opens up. Ah. And they're in there. And I have a now few how, of them how many, as well. All right. So these are all, these all look like um, Nespresso or what do you call the Keurig things? They look like little Keurig cups, but they're bigger than that. Yeah, they're bigger. It's like a Keurig. Right. I mean, the concept. But here's my, here's my question. How many... Like I saw one that said Cosmopolitan on it. Like how many Cosmopolitans does that make? Each pod makes one and there are six pods in a box. And now is that a mixture? Is that box there a mixture of, of pods? Or some is, of are them they are, all Cosmopolitan? Some of them are mixtures. Some of them, these thin ones here are one drink. Yes. And there are six of them. Okay. So, so in that box there, you have six sex on the beaches. That's correct. Okay. And then some of them are like varietal packs. Yeah, I dropped something. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Some right, so, of them are variety packs. Great. So give us the choices based off of the pods you have and the alcohols at your disposal there. Now, is, is the alcohol included in the pod? No. No, you have to provide your own alcohol. So it's just the mixers. Yeah. And they say there are no artificial flavorings. It's all real fruit juice, all real everything, all good for the environment, um, 100% carbon emission free, like all of that stuff. Okay. So you know? what are the options? We're, we're going to start here with this poll. So what are the, what are the drinks that you have things right. on hand to make? I can make a rum runner. Rum runner. Okay. I can make a rum breeze. I can make a ginger breeze, a ginger peach iced tea, ginger peach iced tea. Yes. I can make a Mai Tai. Uh, M-A-I-T-A-I. Yep. Okay. I can do a margarita. I can't spell fucking margarita. M-A-R-G-E-R-I-T-A. M-A-R-G-A-R-I-T-A. Margarita. Ah, it was the A instead of the E. All right, next. Uh, lemon drop. Lemon drop. Yes. Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Yes. Sex on the beach. Sex on the beach. Or. Yes. An amaretto sour. Amaretto sour. All right. And that's, I don't want to provide a write in there. Okay, so bar bar quiz. It's a, it's a bar quiz. So those are those bar are my pole. options. I Got can't it. do anything else. Oh, it's the bar. I should call it the stripper pole. And our uh, listeners, because our listeners are a bunch of strippers. I but prepared earlier today because I had to put the alcohol in the glass bottles, but. You're while I I've never I have not had one drink out of this, not not nary a one, and I have not put water in it yet, and I have not put the bottles in their positions. So you're gonna ha- while I do it, you're gonna have to like describe what I'm doing. But we're gonna do that later, so everyone's gonna be able to right. take the survey. Yep, I'm now pasting into our chat room. 
Uh, so if you're listening on Pride 48 instead of in the Discord server, the the, the if you want to participate in this, it is at uh, I put it inside the uh, the chat room over over Pride 48. So you would need to pick it up from there. But anyone can click on that. It is a a, a simple form, I believe. I didn't do a preview of it, but it's a, a simple little form there. Just choose what drink you would like Adam to make, and then we'll we'll move on with the show here. Uh, and we'll, we'll check in, we'll see. And then maybe, you know, we'll do like the top three or something. Well, you'll do the top one. And then, you know, if you finish that drink, then you can move on to the next one. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm going to drink more than one cocktail tonight, whether or not that ends up on the show or it's on the yeah. after show or whatever. I don't know, but oh, I can tell you, I can tell you, Adam has a, a multi-camera setup in the studio this evening so that, uh, yeah, he clicks over to it. Uh, and clicks back for it. Yeah, that's really cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna record the video on this too, so we can we can play around with that and see if we we want to add it to our you know our, our award winning YouTube channel. Adam, speaking of award winning, I was listening to your your show that you do with your good friend Joe Batanz. As you do, called Throwing Down. It's funny you and he both take notes on other podcasts that I'm on, and then bring them up on on the show that I'm on with you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to point out at one point you guys were talking about a sponsor of the show, like uh, somebody, I forget what it was, but Joe made some comment like he was upset at somebody and they're not a sponsor of the show, but they should be. And I was like, but, but this isn't a public show. So why would they sponsor? <laughs> well, no. Aren't the sponsors, the patrons at that point in time? It's, it's a patron that's sponsored true. show. That's true. It's not a, it's not a, a public show. Um, so I was listening to that show and I also listened to Geeky Gay. And as you are aware, you and I do a show together. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm aware of that. And so I have heard this <laughs> phrase from you many times over the years. And it seems like lately, even more often, which is I can't remember if I said this or that, or I can't remember if I talked about this or that. And it got me to thinking when I was doing my solo show, which, by the way, as much as I like to pick on your show and things that you say and whatever, kudos to you for doing a solo show. A solo show is very difficult to do. I certainly didn't want to put that level of work into you doing failed. a show. I didn't fail. I just chose it. It was like, I don't want to do this. You, you pod faded. I did. Pod faded from your personal it show. It is a yeah? very tough thing to do a solo show. And you do one five days a week and you've been doing them for years. And you and listen. I listen. Um and I just wanted to give you kudos for doing it. I, that is, oh, is a difficult thing. I know that that used to be something that you didn't want to do. Like after the Adam and Maddie show ended, you didn't want to do a solo show. And even well, though you didn't want to do it because you didn't think that it was very interesting to do one, you, you pushed through that and you did it, you know, and uh, good for yeah. you. I did. Right. You know, but I did, I find, uh, and this is not your point, but I'll just say this for whatever reason, and yeah, I mean, it is work, but it's, you know, it's gotten to be part of my routine, you know, every day I just kind of do it right after I get finished up work. But when I started doing it, I would, I would procrastinate and say, oh, I'll record tomorrow. Oh, I'll record tomorrow because I didn't have any set schedule. Right. And I find that doing it five days a week is actually easier mm -hmm. than not doing it five days a week. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. Because, you know, because I'm on, I'm on a schedule and I'm, uh, you know, got to right, do it. But here's what I was thinking, because I, I hear yeah. you say that all the time. And I'm thinking, 
when I did my solo show, well, yeah. I took, I, I basically treated it like, like I was back in college, right? I was taking notes. So I had an outline for the show. So before I sat down to record, I would sit down and I'd just record like, oh, I want to talk about this. And then, oh, I want to make sure I mention this and this. And I made like an outline and that was what I talked from. But more importantly, it allowed me to make a semi, semi-complete show notes, right, for the show of basically like I talked about this, this, and this, and this, and this. So I was thinking what you should do because let's face it, you, you have too much money. You should hire an intern or hire somebody off Fiverr, wherever you want to do it. But just, I can't imagine that anyone would charge you more than like 40 bucks a week to just make show notes for your shows. They would just listen to the geeky gay and they would make a note of what you talked about. And then you wouldn't have to go back and listen to the show to see what you talked about last time. You just browse over that little piece of paper or the electronic piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? You look at that note and you go like, oh yeah, that's what I talked about last time. Cool. I know, I know where I'm at right now. See? And then you wouldn't have to keep track of that. It's like, use your money for good, Adam. Hire an intern. I, you know, I, and I'm not rich. I just want to say that. Cause I mean, I don't think people believe it. Did you, did you hear me say that you were rich? I said that no, no, no. you had, uh, you didn't more money than you know what to do with. But, uh, oh, I would know what to do if I, there is an Audi that I want, Yeah, but there's no way that I would ever buy this Audi. It's $120,000 because you no way prefer innies. No way I would ever buy this Audi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, it's worth considering, but I, my problem with that is I feel as if podcasting is my hobby. I've, I've resigned, I'm resigned to the fact that I will not make money off of podcasting or, you know, bring in income off of podcasting. And I do spend considerable amounts of money on podcasting on equipment and, you know, editing software and stuff like that. But I, for whatever reason, part of me, even though I've mentioned hiring an intern before or for other things, but also podcasting, for whatever reason, there's this cheap part of me that doesn't normally come out that says, oh, this is a hobby. Like, why are you going to be paying somebody? Like, even the cleaner, like we only do it like or we're only doing it once a quarter. We're not doing it weekly or something like that. So I mean, it is worth considering, but I just like, you know, how you want to buy chairs at Goodwill uh, Habitat. But yes. Yeah. Habitat, Habitat so, I mean, that, yes. that that's one part of my life where I'm thinking, oh, but I can just do that stuff myself. Like I can edit my own show. I can write my own show notes. OK, like, well, I don't then, need to pay then take anyone. show notes. That's all you have to do. Just jot it down. You don't have to do complete sentences either. Just just have a little outline of I talked about this, this, this and this. So are you saying that you are, um, you are annoyed by the repetition? No, I'm just saying that you, you're constantly, it, it seems to be a very constant topic on your other show, throwing down, where you're like, I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not. And because that, you guys, no, that's true. because you guys only do a show every two weeks, you both no forget clue. and you both also do 19 other podcasts. So it's like, you, you forget what you were talking about. All I'm saying is a nice little outline staved in a Google doc, you know, a Google drive folder by date. And you can just go back and look at them and like, what did I talk about? You could search right at the top of the directory. You could type in Rumpelstiltskin. Oh yeah. I talked about Rumpelstiltskin on this show. Anyway, Adam, 
just a thought. Just I was just sharing that with you. Now, I could have sworn because you texted me the other day and not that I want to go down a rabbit hole. Oh, God. But you texted me the other day and said we should hire an intern. Was this different than that? No, there was no we in that. Oh, I thought you were saying we should hire an intern for Mix Minus. And I would be like, for what? No, you said. I had a whole conversation with Mark where I said, Daniel wants to hire an intern and I don't want to say no to him because I don't like saying no to people. But he's going to bring it up on the show. And I I just like, I don't know if I feel comfortable hiring an intern. Here was the whole conversation spread over two days. I need to record. I'll do your voice. I need to record one hour later on Friday night. Are you okay with that? By the way, there was 12 hours between those two because I didn't see the text the first time. So <laughs> you're like, are you going to answer my text, bitch? Was basically the, the thing there. And then I said, yeah, I'm fine with it. I was about to text you about hiring an intern. Oh, see, I read it as we should hire an intern. No, okay. No, no. Okay. So because I had just walked back in oh. from doing my walk and I was listening to throw it down and then it was it was fresh on my mind. That was all. all right. But speaking of this show, anyway, the, this throwing down show, you said a thing. Oh, God. You said this thing where you, I don't like groups of people that, that don't have anything to plan. Like, I, I don't, I don't like it just socializing. It's like, that's horrible. That's like, what are you doing? You could, why are you eating food and socializing? That's just dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that's literally all that Zach and I were planning to do when we visited you from Christmas. Like we, we weren't, we were going to come visit <sighs> you for Christmas. Like we were going to have food and socialize. And oh then I God. hear, Oh no, no, that's, that's the one thing you hate. No. So I now don't. I'm like, well, I, what do I bring no. a board game with me? No, do no, I, no. Uh, you know, do I just say, okay, never mind. I, don't no, worry about okay. it. We, we just won't visit. No, no, no. The, the, you got it completely wrong. I don't like parties. So as long as we're very somber. When we're no, 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 there. no, no. I mean, I don't like parties with large groups of people. No laughing. Anything over about six people total. Uh-huh. So Mark and I plus four other. And I and, and if we're eating, I want us I want to have either gone out to a nice restaurant you know, had ordered drinks, order. And I've socialized with you millions of times, Daniel. We have a, we have a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. We went I on know. a vacation. We I had know, a really good time. I then I found what, out that you hated it. No, no, no. What I hate is parties. I hate a party where you go to this party and you, you show up and that's it. Like there's nothing you're not, no one has cooked a meal that you're sitting around the table and talk. There's like finger foods. There's no, you know, there's no movie that you're watching. There's no event. All you do all night long is you walk around from person to person and make small talk. And then, which I hate. Right. And then on top of everything else, you're. I'm looking at the chat room, but I'm really not sure what's funny because I'm in the middle of saying something and I no, couldn't read I'm it and talk at, at the same time. And it's that situation where they're and especially like the the Filipino parties because they don't speak English there. Right. And then I'm and the whole goal of those parties is to, you know, right. eat little bites of food and walk around and talk to people. And I'm the only one there speaking English and it's, but I just, I don't like large groups of, and going to bars unless I'm drunk mm-hmm. or they're strippers or both. 
that is boring to me because also I'm introverted, so I don't like to be around 100 people at one time. Generally, that has nothing to do with you and Zach. Like you and Zach coming over, us hanging out, having a beer. I don't drink beer, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I cook for you. We go to a restaurant. We we can watch movie like any way you're gonna cook for us all those things are fine well depending on how long you're here i mean if you're just here for like three hours and then you're out then we have to make a decision whether i'm cooking or we're going to a restaurant but i'm just saying we're gonna stay the night we're gonna stay in your guest so brunch you know depending on what time our 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 goal was we're gonna fly into st louis see his parents for two days so one day for his mom one day for his dad and then sleep, stay in St. Louis at the hotel there because that's mid ground between them. Mm-hmm. But his dad is down in the Ozarks, which is closer to you. So then we were just going to fly into St. Louis, but then fly out of Fayetteville. So we were going to come down, visit you, and then fly back home from Fayetteville. Anyway, what are you um, snickering about? I can tell you what I'm snickering but, about, Adam. Well, well, and yeah, tell me yours first because it was earlier in the chat. It was earlier. Room, so. I did not know this. Uh, my our executive producer Cyclone pointed out to me that the Columbus Podcast Awards are happening right now. Oh. You know that that other uh, Are they on the air like doing a live stream or something? I, I have no idea but they but, but what I'm saying is is like that that she's not doing so well. They wanted to ah oh, we're we're up for an award. Yeah. We're up for that award. So we we just wanted to check and see whether you know the the beacon of light which is the Miz <laughs> has ignited Columbus to uh, vote for them. So well, I guess we're finding uh, our, our executive producers on it. He's following it and, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go on. I can't so, wait. Uh, yeah. So Auntie Scott says, uh, yeah, please let us know. Cause I'm, you know, I've been oh, dying wait, hold on, to hold know. On, hold on. Yeah. The best comedy podcast actually went to whiskey business. So, oh. uh, so sorry. She's not doing so well. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a, I think I have, I'm not prepared for this, but I, I feel like oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Probably want to renegotiate the Mrs. contract. That's all I'm saying. So Auntie Scott says Drew, just, because there's been this ongoing bit with Auntie Scott and I, that he and I are basically twins. Yes. He was born much earlier than me. I mean, my mom was on that table for a long time, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, and he said, and Drew thinks it's gross and says we should get a room. Drew is Auntie Scott's husband yes so apparently drew just said fine because auntie scott agrees with me completely about small talk and parties that auntie scott can trade one fuzzy butt for another i guess that means he can trade drew for me i have no idea apparently (laughs) i guess that's what he means um (laughs) so now i'm gonna be swinging with scott and drew i guess (laughs) um but uh you don't want to do that i mean they have a bidet so i mean they're clean you don't do that I would imagine that Scott would be really bossy. That, that, would, be my, that would be my thought. Um, anyway, so there, those were, I just wanted to talk about that, Adam. I just wanted to get that out of the way. I've gotten it out of the way. The no, people, we're, we're going to do plenty of fun stuff. There, there are millions of people out there, Daniel, that agree with me. When you go to a party, mm-hmm. maybe you love it. But me, it's both boring and stressful all at the same time. All right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, the, the votes are in, Adam. The votes are the in. Votes are in, and it's going to be really tough here. There, there were five answers that were selected. 
by five different people. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, there, nothing got two votes. <laughs> One of them got two votes. Yeah, there were six people that voted. Uh, there's five answers. So, I can. you have a clear number one, but I don't know, you know, all the rest of them are tied. Well, I don't think I'm drinking six drinks. I, I, I might pass no, out. No, five. Five drinks. Oh, so, five uh, drinks. the one that they, the chat room would like you to drink first is the ginger peach iced tea. Oh, that's interesting. So, I need to, hold on, hold on, let me, let me, let me hit record here. I mean, it's going to show like, oh. Yes. It's going to show my fat gut and stuff in that mm-hmm. camera angle. Mm-hmm. You can see it right there. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So this I is the, really, this is the, I can't I'm really gonna, talk and do right. this. No, it's because, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to narrate what's going on here. So what we're looking at here is, is his brand new Bartesian machine that looks very much like a Keurig coffee kind of a dude thing, right? It like sticks out yeah. over a platform where you would put your beverage. It's just taller. All right. Now he's pulling out some kind of, a uh, bottle of liquid. I'm assuming that that is the, the, like a bottle of alcohol. Is that a bottle of alcohol, Adam? Just nod your head. Yes, yes it is. Okay. All right. So that looked like maybe the bourbon, the whiskey bourbon. This is clear. So it could be rum or gin or vodka. I don't know which. Um, and the same with the other clears, right? So these, these all plug into the back of the machine, like around the central column. So, uh, You've got two upside down bottles on one side of the machine and two upside down bottles on the other side of the machine. And uh, then the central core and then a big thing that hangs over where you put your glass. All right, here we go. Um, So now he's going to pour, is that water? He's going to pour water. Yes. All right, he's going to pour water into the reservoir of the machine. So we've got uh, a reservoir full of water. We've got four bottles of alcohol and a dispenser. And I'm assuming that the, the little capsule cup thing is going to go into the dispenser and that's what will provide the drink mix. All right, here we go. Uh, now, here's the problem. Yes. I'm not sure of the ounces of that particular drink. And the two glasses that I brought up here are both under eight ounces. So I'm wondering if I should go downstairs and get the larger glass. Because an iced tea sounds like it might be eight ounces. <laughs> okay. So I may need to run downstairs. So okay. you could you could put a little time stamp there or you can Yo, vamp and keep go it ahead. in. Whatever go, you want to do. Yeah, go run downstairs. All right. So a ginger peach iced tea. I wonder what what would that be? Like a like a Long Island iced tea with ginger ale and peach? Let's see. Let's see if we have it here. Oh, looks like it might just be a rum drink. Our executive producer is telling me it's a sorority drink. I think that's that's rather sexist. Could be a fraternity drink. There are there are guys that like sweet drinks. Um all right, so Adam has returned. What was it an eight ounce? Oh, I don't know, but oh, I just know. feel like we, we have no idea how much liquid is gla- about to oh. gush out of that machine. See the glass for the iced tea? Yes. Looks like a full glass. Yes, it does. All right. So, uh, we've got a, I mean, it it looks pretty short too. So, all right. He's trying to find the capsule. He's found the capsule. This is a, looks like a little Keurig capsule, except bigger, but you know, like a tin foil kind of a a thing on top of it. He's lifting up the top of the machine. He's inserting the cartridge down into the well. And then when he pushes down on the top of it, it's going to do that whole punctury thing that it does. Um, 
and oh, and it just dripped into your glass before you chose what drink. That that's uh, that's crazy. No, it was just part of the. It was part. I think some of the the capsule came out. Right. Right. But so, so, it, now it says yes. Place a highball glass under with you, with ice. Okay. So you can. But you're not. Putting I don't ice. have ice. Oh, you have ice. Okay. No, I don't have ice. Oh, you don't have ice. All right. Now it says, do I want a mocktail? No, because that would have no alcohol. Do I want light? Do I want regular? Or do I want strong? I would do just do regular. Just try, try it the way God intended. Okay, I'm putting regular. All right. Okay, now it is, one of the alcohols is bubbling. It, it's being pulled into the machine. Are those refillable, Adam? Are the alcohol canisters refillable? Yes, Okay, they are. so you can fill, and- of the the four there, one of them is whiskey or bourbon, and the and one of them's vodka. What are the other two? I have tequila, whiskey, vodka, and rum. Oh, I thought two of them were brown. Was it? Is it a dark rum? I have a dark rum. Okay, it's a dark rum. That's what it is. So, uh, is it done? Does it make a ding or anything? There's a little bar. Oh, you can't see me. There's a little bar moving across. Yeah. Okay. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Now I really now, I would, should have ice in you there. You really should have ice in there, Adam. But uh, I don't. You so really because you know a proper drink needs ice in it. It's like, all right. So this is the ginger peach iced tea. What do you think? It's good. It's good. I mean, it tastes like tea. It tastes like which, tea. <laughs> it tastes like peach tea. Uh, I mean, it's it's not as sweet as I would like mm-hmm. because I really like sweet stuff. But I think it's supposed to taste like tea. Okay. Which it does. Now, do you think that first unit that you got that you had to return, do you think someone like another podcaster used it and made drinks on their show and then, then they send it back and that's how you ended up with the gunked up one? Sure. I mean, I know someone used it. I mean, are I'm you, absolutely are positive. Gonna, are you going to, are you going to gunk this one up and send it back? No, I'm not going to no. send it back. Okay, you're not going to send it back. Right, no, in fact, the the housewarming party that we have, because I have literally, I, I counted, but I have around 50 capsules right now. Oh, wow. And I did not realize that they expire. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And uh, <laughs> because they're they're like real natural f- fruit juices yeah. and like yeah. all this stuff. So and when, I'm supposed when will to Zach, refrigerate. Zach and I will, will be visiting sometime <laughs> in December, early December. So... Will they have gone uh, bad by then? Most of them will have already expired. Oh, wow. This one is 1st of December, 2021. Wow. Um, they're different. I think the beachy ones they did for the summer, so they're expiring mm-hmm. earlier. Oh. Um, I don't know. You don't need to hear all that. But there, I think there is one or two that may go a little bit longer than that. Oh, no. This one's even earlier, November. You know, the, the, the good thing that you're not really thinking about here is that because those nozzles are, you know, squirting out fruit juices and, uh, and sugar and stuff like that. It'll really, uh, have a place to catch those coffin flies.
Excellent. It is the contact subject. <laughs> I've had a problem with that for the last three shows. It is the segment of the show where we play your voicemails. Yeah, I'm also stopping recording video. Uh, play your voicemails, uh, read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have any email this week? No. No, we do not. Uh, but we do have a voicemail. Let's listen to it now, shall we? Hi, Daniel. Hi, Adam. This is Scott the Seder. Hi, Scott. Not none of those other Scots. Yeah, not Scott no, the Seder. Hey, Daniel, I was really, really intrigued that you went to Camp Mars by Venus, Florida. Yes. I'm curious. Did anybody see Uranus? Ah! And Adam, ah! I'm sorry I didn't call to wish you a happy birthday last week. I meant to, and I just forgot. Happy birthday, buddy. I hope you got some great gifts, like an Amazon gift card. I hope somebody sent you an Amazon gift card. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I've missed you both while you were gone. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> Love you. Daniel, yes. see you in two weeks. Yes. This is a Seder. Catch, Catch you later. later. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm going to see Seder at Disney's Animal Kingdom on September 14th. So that that'll be uh, that'll be fun. So. I almost spilled my ginger peach tea. Um, uh, did did I get an Amazon gift? Because I didn't get an Amazon gift card. Like I, Where? I didn't. Was he saying that I should be expecting an Amazon I, gift card? Because I didn't. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know. Sater, if you sent me an Amazon maybe, gift card, maybe he sent it to Joe Batanz. So, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get the, it. I I don't have. I. I should have gotten an email. Are you sure you sent it to adamburns.uk and not adamburns.fr or adamburns.d, <laughs> what's Deutschland? I mean, D-U. I don't think he was, uh, he doesn't need to send you an Amazon gift card. No, but he specifically said Amazon gift card as if someone had. Well, I mean, the man just had a stroke. Who knows what he was talking you, about? He, he so could have been talking about anything. On Twitter, Laughing Buddha, because yes. I had mentioned pie weights. Yes. On Geeky Gay. Yes. And how I didn't have any. Yes. And uh, Laughing Buddha said, if only someone had a wish list, uh-huh. then listeners might be able to send them That's right. pie weights. Some pie weights. And I, after being, I was, there's no way I could set up a list after he tweeted that and then go, okay, I set up a list, send me my pie weights. You know, I mean, there's no, I mean, I appreciate the, I appreciate the thought, but I, I would have been, I would have been a complete jackass if I'd have then set up a list and said, Mm -hmm. okay, here it is. I'm just saying you could have kept a, uh, an ongoing list throughout the year. Just every time you see something on Amazon, you just, instead of putting it in your cart, throw it on your list. So Auntie Scott says use dried beans. I, you know, I've tried rice and dried beans, and I have found that neither one of them weigh my crust down enough. Maybe I'm not putting enough of them in there. Really I don't not. know. If, if you're not but, providing uh, enough weight, then it's not going to I, weight maybe your, I Maybe your... the beans I got were not heavy enough. I don't know. I used pinto beans. Yeah, how much did you pour the entire bag in? I mean, I don't remember the measurements, but I put some foil or wax paper or something in there and poured the beans and it still did. Yeah, but what so it you did. only you only put enough beans to cover the inside of the pie, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you're supposed to like have some kind of a bowl that you put the beans in. Like, in other words, you, you want more beans than, than the height of the pie. And otherwise, anyway, it, yeah, it wouldn't be. Heavy I enough. was really I was really shocked about that pie because I purposely put the have crust back in maybe, the fridge. Maybe the, the rocks that you're finding in Sydney's mouth, or maybe she's trying to bring you things to weight your pies down with. Maybe. Maybe Sydney's they're, trying the, to help. The thing is, though, Daniel, they're lava rocks. Yeah. 
So they're very light. Oh, I, I right, don't so think Auntie they Scott would serve says you purpose. use parchment paper. And then you, you keep the beans in the bag. You just put the bags of beans. No, you don't keep the beans in the bag. The bag would melt. Pine beans come in plastic bags. Oh, wait, what so are you? you're, wait, you're, you're not, you're cooking them with the weights in it? Oh, I don't know how pies work, Adam. I thought this was something you did yeah. on the counter and you just left them You can't there. put the bag, in, a, a bean bag in the oven? I don't know, Adam. I, do, I don't make pies. Melt the plastic bag in the I the lived, crust. look, Adam. I live entree to entree. I know that you are able to go dessert to dessert in your fancy highfalutin life, but some of us, Adam, we go entree to entree. We don't have time to learn about these fancy uh, dessert machines. Remember, I remember we were at Bobby Flay's restaurant in New York City, and it was the first time in my life that I had ever heard the word profiterole, and it was from you. Because you ordered the goddamn profiteroles. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And you were just like, oh, yeah, I would like the profiterole. I love profiterole. And I'm like, what the fuck oh, is so profiterole? Good. And you a knew. A cream puff. Because you live in your fancy dessert, dessert world. That's all I'm trying also, to say. Also, have you ever heard of a croquembouche? <laughs> have you ever heard of that? Does it have anything to do with a frog and a lesbian? No. No. Then no, I don't, uh, I don't believe I've heard it's of it. Basically, they take profiteroles and they, they stick them to each other with caramel in oh, the shape oh, of I've like a this. Christmas tree. I didn't know that's what it was called. It's well, in the shape of a Christmas tree and they usually put spun sugar around it. And yeah, it's called a croquembouche. <laughs> I'm probably saying, <laughs> I'm probably saying it a little bit wrong. <laughs> I'm not French. That's <laughs> what it's called. It's called a crook on bush. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, I forget what show it was, but there was a skit. It may be crook on bush. You know, <laughs> bush. It was a, a skit. Uh, I think it was Saturday Night Live where they, uh, the person coming to visit was Colonel Angus. And, but there was a Southern family. So they kept pronouncing it as Colonel Angus. <laughs> I have to prepare the bed sheets for Colonel Angus. Um, I would have laughed, but I had just taken a drink of my ginger peach iced tea with no ice. Oh. And I didn't want to spit it out. So. So you were mentioning earlier that you, the part of the reasons that you hate dinner parties. No, I don't hate dinner parties. <laughs> I hate parties. What are the dinner reasons? parties are okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. One of the reasons you hate it is because you're the only English speaking person there. And yeah. I, you were... Talking well, they about all this. speak English. They I know, all speak English. I know, I know. But you were talking a few weeks ago about this on your show, and you were talking uh, that you haven't learned Tagalog. No, I haven't. I'm a horrible human being. I even pay for Rosetta Stone. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Adam. I feel like we could take this on. I feel like we, the, the mixed minus community, could take this on. You can teach me Tagalog? No, what I'm saying is, if... We could slowly start teaching you Tagalog, right? So we could like Tagalog. every, every show, sure. we could have a few words of the show and, and we could uh, learn, we could all learn Tagalog together. Basic Tagalog, like where, where is like, where is the restroom? Um, Tagalog. May I have Not a number? Tagalog or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it, but I'm just saying we could do that here on the show, Adam. We could all learn Tagalog, we could. Tagalog. together. Tagalog. Tagalog. Tagalog, yeah. yeah. We could all learn it together. And then we could talk. It'd be our own secret language <laughs> that that only <laughs> listeners of Mixed Minus. Uh, I mean, I know some. Speak. And you kind of have to, it, it's kind of a gay sounding language. Well, you have I to think say, it's perfect. 
you know, because you have to, you have to like, like one of the words, and I think this is thank you, but I could be mm-hmm. completely wrong, but I think it's thank you. And the way you say it is, salamat. I mean, doesn't that kind of sound like, girl, salamat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, when you said it was a gay sounding language, I thought, and the way you say thank you is, mm-hmm. Well, no, not. It's more the inflection that they use, you know, and the tone of voice. Or maybe that's just the way Mark says it because he is gay. Right. You know, it could be that as well. Oh, yeah, you know, shows way well, more okay, successful. What, what Tagalog word are you going to teach me today? I don't know. I'm. I would. We would need to get a Tagalog expert to oh. to tell us every week a couple of phrases that we maybe we could get mittens to give us a couple of phrases every week that he could record. And then he doesn't have to come in and do the show. He can, he can record them ahead of time without anyone watching him. He can record the the sentence in Tagalog and what it means in, in English. And then we can we can start learning. I doubt he'll agree to that because um, he doesn't like the sound of his voice. You he know doesn't, how when he doesn't first, have to hear it. You know how when you first started, well, maybe you're not this way, but most people when they first start podcasting, yes, they say, oh my God, my voice, because they don't know what their Here's voice the, sounds the, like. The reason that most people hate their voice is when they hear it recorded is because during your day-to-day life, when you're walking around, you hear your voice differently. You hear your voice from inside your head. So it's reverberating your jawbone and stuff like that. So you, you don't sound the same as when you're listening to a recording of your voice back, right? There's not the the same vibrations that your brain is used to of, Oh, that's my voice. And so it takes your brain a second to go, wait, wait, that's my voice. Um, And it sounds weird because it doesn't sound the way that you normally hear it. I'm doing anyone that records I've been like doing us, this so long. Yeah. Well, that, the, the big thing is when you wear headphones and what you're saying into the microphone is coming through your headphones and it's louder than your head voice, then you, you get used to how you sound and so, mouth brain and words. But what I'm trying um, to say, Adam, is that he doesn't have to even put on headphones. He doesn't have to hear himself at all. All he has to do is you, you, you set the microphone, you record it and you say, okay, go. And then all he has to do is say, I would like another vodka and then say it in Tagalog or I, you know, I need to find the restroom. I'll ask oh, him. Oh, here's a good he, one. Do you have more envelopes? Something like that. And, and then, well, from Manila and oh, then they, uh, they could, uh, I see, yeah, I see. could do it in Tagalog. Uh, I think, I think uh, it would I'll, be a I'll great, I think it would be great because I'd love to learn a little bit of rudimentary talk. I'm not what sure if, that that language is going to help you much. Is there a big Filipino community in your area? Maybe. Or, you know, I go camping everywhere. What, what if I, uh, you know, want to go visit Manila and, and, and camp in Manila? For me, it makes complete sense because he and I really could talk to each other and people but would have no idea I'm, what try- we were I'm saying. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to say, we'll be yeah, your buddies. No. We'll help you because you want to have someone to rehearse with. You want to have someone to practice mm. with. Right. You don't want to practice yeah. with mittens because he that's his native language. And so he's you feel judged by him because if you say something wrong, he's going to be like, "Ugh, you're an idiot. But if you're I, if you're learning with someone else who doesn't know, then we're at the same level of incompetence and we don't feel as embarrassed about it. That's right. OK, well, we'll uh, I'll, other I'll, than the fact I'll, that I'll we're recording him. it and sharing it with thousands of people. But other yeah, than I'll that, Adam, it would be exactly the same. I'll ask him. Uh, please he, do. But if not, the the Rosetta Stone app that I pay for, they they have phrases and they say them out loud so worst case scenario i could just play that on the air okay well we, we can do that you too. Know. we can do that we're gonna learn conversational tagalog yep tell you john john ong makes big money off doing that no i mean you know not mandarin not
news game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is the segment of the show where Adam will read me questions from the New York Times News Quiz, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will provide him with the answers. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer it without getting the choices, but if I need a little bit of help, uh, the choices will be provided. Anything, any multi-part question is scored on a per-answered basis, so if there's two out of three things and I get two of them, but not three, I get two-thirds of a point. That's, That's just fair. It's just fair, Adam. Five questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you ahead of time, Adam. I'm gonna warn you ahead of time. I have had uh, a week of of doing some new programming stuff where I've been kind of really focused on on new language stuff, and so I haven't really been following the news a lot this week. So so this is going to be your oh, week. What language? Adam. What language are you learning this week? What? You said you've been focusing on oh, some new I've language stuff. I've been writing stuff. stuff in Power Apps. It's not. I don't even know the, what the language is called. Oh my god! Apps, you know Power App. I've been doing that as well. And yeah. at at my company, where I don't say the name of anymore. Yes. Um, at the coal mine, um, <laughs> the Power yes. App sucks. Like yeah. it's slow. Every time I try to play my Power App, it says we're sorry, something went wrong, and I'm I'm like screw you. I wanted to create my create myself my own little CRM because I'm a product manager. Yeah, and I thought I'll store I'll have lists in SharePoint or I'll yeah. do a spreadsheet, yeah. and you just basically plop form you create forms and then you tell it here's your data source or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, remind um, me, you remind I, me after. You and I are doing the same thing. We're both okay. writing well, power apps right now. Remind me after the show and I'll show you the, the power app that I wrote. Anyway, cool. the point is I wasn't following the news this week. So this is going to be your week to shine here, Adam, because you love it when I get things wrong. So isn't that funny what I get excited be, about? I know, it is. So go We're ahead, both Adam. writing power apps. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We're twins, okay. Adam. Here we go. Yes, I, I'm which political figure criticized the withdrawal from Afghanistan, calling it a hasty move made, quote, in obedience to an imbecilic political slogan about ending the forever wars? Uh, is Donald Trump one of the options? No, he is not. OK, what are the options? Dick Cheney, um, Hamid Karzai. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that I'm saying that correct. He's Henry the, the, Kissinger, the formal pre, former president of uh, Tony Blair uh-huh. or Vladimir Putin. Uh-huh. This has got to be a Dick Cheney because the rest of them, like some of them are dead. And um, <laughs> no, it, it was Dick Cheney. Was it Dick Cheney? Oh, shit. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was a spooky answer. <laughs> it's the Halloween show. Oh, it's wrong. Tony Blair. Tony Blair. Wow. Yeah, it was Tony Blair. Okay, number two. Which four policy? Oh God. Well, I already started. Well, skip which it. Four skip policies. It if, it, if skip it, if it's a multiple choice, yeah, go to the next one. You've got fifteen. Okay. The drummer Charlie Watts died this week at age eighty. What rock band did he play in? It was a big one. It was like the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin, one of the two. Um, what what are my choices? Let me let me go to my The Rolling Stones. Yep. Led Zeppelin. Yep. The Who, The Grateful Dead, or the E Street Band. So it wasn't E Street, but and it wasn't Grateful Dead. So I 
Charlie Watts. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Rolling Stones because that sounds British. Yay! That is correct. Okay, number three. The FDA issued a warning on Saturday that in, ivermectin, <laughs> ivermectin should not be yes. taken to treat or prevent COVID nineteen. <laughs> what is ivermectin? It is well. I, I'm, it's not a horse dewormer. It's it's an animal deparasiter, or a, you know, it's a dewormer for for barnyard animals. But uh, yeah, my question is, why are we trying to stop them? Let them. Let the, <laughs> let these idiots do that. Uh, what are my choices? You is, know, you is, want, is, is a horse dewormer a choice? There is one, an anti-parasitic drug commonly yes. used for livestock. Yes, it is that. It is an anti-parasitic drug, yes. Uh, so I'll just tell you, in Arkansas, we had a news story that the prison, one of the prisons in Arkansas, in Arkansas, can you believe it, Daniel? I can't believe it, Adam. The doctors were prescribing ivermectin to prisoners who wanted it, who were asking for it. Can you believe that? Anyway. Can't believe it. You know, the thing is, Adam, on that front, there, ivermectin is sometimes prescribed to humans, but it is prescribed to humans in, you know, human doses, <laughs> like human sized doses. It's for, for human consumption. The farmyard animals, like cows and horses that weigh, 3,000 pounds, the amount of medicine in their ivermectin is way more than the human body should have. And so that's where the, that's where the problem arises. There was a study showing the effects of intramectin on COVID-19 patients in another, like a third world country or whatever, where they don't have access to vaccines and it showed promising results. But then a bunch of right wingers jumped on that and said, well, hell, I give that to my horse. Let me just drink it. Right. So it's like there is two, you know, ivermectin is prescribed to humans, but it's cut with different things. It's it's, COVID is not a parasite. So I don't understand why you would even think it has to do with the spike protein. And the report had to do with the point is they were conflating the two things. And it's just stupid and idiotic uh, to do it. Because A, you're you're taking medicine that is not intended for humans instead of taking the human version of ivermectin. And B, you have a vaccine available, which is nine times more effective. It's like a vaccine is the best thing to take for COVID. Go take the damn vaccine and shut the fuck up. All right. Number four. Although, which high although, 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 although I got to say this, the, the, the biggest chuckles of the week came from a thread on Twitter that Chris Hayes had retweeted where a dude had gone undercover into one of those right-wing groups where they were taking ivermectin and he just was copying, he was pasting screenshots of all these right-wingers talking about how they shit their pants. <laughs> it's like, it's like, is it, I keep shitting my pants and I don't understand. It's just like, uh, it's like, yeah, that's what you get for taking fucking barnyard and drugs. Anyway, go ahead. Wh- uh, which high-profile movies trailer was released this week shortly after it was leaked on social media? Uh, well, the only high profile trailer that I watched this week was Spider-Man Far From or No Way Home. So is it Spider-Man No Way Home? Yes. It is yes. Spider-Man No Way Home. And is is that the one where he's on top of a car and he just magically changes into his suit on top of the car? And for some reason, his shoes are inside his suit. All right. So if or was you, that just a meme that someone created that was if you follow the MCU, you'll know that his latest spider suit that he wears was made by Tony Stark and it's nano is that nanite technology. So it, it originates from a, 
a repository on his chest there. And then the, the suit, the suit builds itself around him. Just yeah, like, I mean, just I like, knew that, but, but is that the that's clip? How, that's, is that the yeah, clip? Yes, I believe okay. it is from that. Well, I just thought it was funny because his shoe, it makes his feet look incredibly large because it goes over the shoes. And anyway, uh, and you know what they say about large spider shoes? That they, um, it, they have big socks. Yeah. Um, in which American city did it rain 17 inches in a 24 hour span over the weekend, breaking local rainfall records and causing flash floods? Ooh. So I have a feeling this had to do with Henri, the, the hurricane, and I know that it was heading towards Long Island Sound. So it's going to be either Connecticut, Rhode Island or New York. So uh, what was the, the question again was just the first part. In which American city? In what, uh, what American city? New York City. Uh, is that an answer? It is. Okay, I will choose New York City. Oh. It's McEwen, Tennessee. Oh, really? Why was it yeah, raining in Tennessee? And, uh, and you got... I got three. Three out of five. Three out of five. Uh, and then this is the part where I can make up a few points because uh, Adam's going to pull out a random Trivial Pursuit card. And I have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as I can. Let's put 60 seconds on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What former Soviet Republic joined Russia as one of the world's 10 largest countries? Czechoslovakia? Kazakhstan. What brand of underwear does Marty McFly wear in Back to the Future? Calvin Klein's. That is correct. Who's believed by many to be buried in Downpatrick under a tombstone marked with the letter P? Prince? (laughs) Incorrect. St. Patrick. What's the most intelligent mammal after man? Uh, The dolphin. Incorrect. The chimpanzee. chimpanzee. Yeah, what company chimpanzee. trademarked the slogan "Solutions for a Small Planet"? IBM. That is correct. What riding bridges were named after a former state in India? Riding bridges. Yeah. <laughs> riding bridges. <laughs> Nepal. Uh, Jodhpurs. Jodhpur. Oh, someone in the chat room knew that. Uh, Auntie Scott in the chat room. Uh, knew yeah. That. What is, what is Jodhpurs? What is that? Some riding britches. Uh, <laughs> yes. You got two. I got out two, of six. which makes up for the two that I missed on the final. So, again, another week of a perfect score, Adam. Five out of five. That's how that score works. Aren't you, aren't you glad you came up with this system? Mm. Uh, how, much, how much of your giant James and the giant peach iced tea do you have there? Uh, I can't believe you're drinking with no ice. Cocktails are no good lukewarm. They're not lukewarm because I refrigerated the alcohol and refrigerated the water and it was in an ice chest with ice until, but not ice that I want to put in my glass. Nasty, unfiltered ice. Okay. Well, I mean, you got another, another drink you got to make here, Adam. So let's, we'll dig that up in just a second. Anyway, that was the news quiz. Perfect score. Once again. That's me. Perfect score, Daniel. Um, Adam, there are uh, some choices that you have to make here. It needs to be a sweet one. I, I would right, really well, like somebody, something sweet. Somebody has joined in and, and broken that the- That was me. Oh, okay. So my tie. No, I'm sorry. Sex on the Beach is, is the number two choice. 
All right. Um, so sex on the beach will be your next drink. Uh, let me get over okay. here to this. So you're pulling out the, oh, so you don't have to reset up the machine or anything. No. All right. So I can just, you can just put the, put it under there, put the glass under there and put the cartridge in to the, the Keurig thing. Now, did you take the old cartridge out? Yeah, it was screaming at me. Take oh. out the, well, not really, but the touch screen. Okay. So you're going to put the new cartridge in. Let's see if it, if it jizzes this time when he pushed it. Cause last time when he, when he pushed down on the Bartesian, you know, to lock the, the, the cartridge into place, the, it dropped it. Yeah. Look at there. It's peeing out. So if you have a Bartesian, ladies and gentlemen, watch for the drippage, make sure you have your glass firmly underneath the, the thing before you start it. All right. Uh, the, the same white alcohol is uh bubbling there it's either tequila or vodka i don't know which i don't know which one on my side because the the machine is facing me in a way that i can only see two of the four alcohol bottles so uh, both of the ones selected so far only had vodka okay so that is vodka in front of me so yeah, yeah i do have gin vodka. tequila and whiskey but we have not selected anything i don't have gin uh, that is a lie i have rum Yes. Tequila and whiskey. So what happens do you like on a Long Island iced tea, which needs more alcohol than what's there? Does it does it say, oh, now plug in the gin? Uh, no, you it, it will it will. You just have to have them all plugged in before you start the drink. But you can only so, have four bottles and a, and a, and a, a standard speed rack at a bar has six bottles. Yeah. Well, all of the drinks, I think all of the drinks I've seen, all of them only have a maximum of two alcohols in them. Oh, well, there you go. All right. So your drink is made. Let's find out how, how do you enjoy sex? It's not quite as red as the picture. Look how red the picture is. I, I don't know. Switch back to your, your, your photo. There we go. Sex on the beach. So you see. Yeah, there's clearly a difference. Yeah, because uh, it, it looks red on the picture, but your drink looks pinkish, not even pinkish, like grapefruit colored, maybe very cloudy. How does it taste, though, Adam? That's the that's the real question. It's it's, uh, you know, the, the ginger peach tea was too tea too too tea. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm, I, it wasn't bad. The, now, mm-hmm. the thing I like about these is that. The ratio of alcohol is just right in the regular. Yeah. I'm not tasting too much alcohol, but yeah. I, and I'm getting the flavor of the drink, which I tend to have a problem doing when I'm mixing my own. It's good. It's better than the tea. Okay, great. So the, so the sex on the beach is a, is, a, is a, how many atoms would you give it? Out of a one to five atoms, how many atoms would you give this? Maybe a three and a half. Okay. Three and a half atoms on that one. I would give the tea a three. Both of these I would drink again. You're like Taylor Latte Boy Jr. Remember when Taylor Latte Boy like, <laughs> switched to a 10-point grading system on uh, Drag Race Recap? And I'm like... I mean, I've heard he did that, yeah. It's like, how are you qualified to to, to grade on a 10-point? You're not a fashion... like your, your job is therapy, not fashion. It's like, what makes you qualified to uh, go down to that level of specificity? I do give and you because know I feel and like you know what? Here's, whole... the thing. Here's the thing, Adam. Even though he had 10 points to go with, he also started going, I'll give that one a six and a half. And I'm like, what the fuck is the difference between a six and a half <laughs> and a seven? I want to know. I want to know what. <laughs> because I feel like two is two and three are too low. 
But four is too high because it's right. If I'm going out of five, so three and a half. Adam, uh, each and every single week, our executive producer tirelessly researches things that happened on this day, the day that we were recording, uh, sometime in, in the past. And he compiles that all together into huge boxes, ships them to our home, where we, you know, browse through them at the last minute and pick a couple of things to talk about. Uh, Adam, it is, uh, these are all things that happened on August 27th of some year. This is from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Uh, happy Pots de Creme Day. That's basically like um, a looser creme brulee. It, the, the name translates to pot of custard or pot of yeah. cream. But they're a little bit looser than a creme brulee or a flan. Overall, this dish is a loose custard that is made by mixing eggs, egg yolk, cream, and milk. Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, It's also International Lottery Day. Did you play the lottery today? No, I, you know, I feel like that's a waste of money. So I did. Did you? I, I play the lottery every day. Oh. That's why you have to get your chairs at Goodwill. I'm just saying I eat my cooking. So that's pretty much the lottery every day. Uh, the, I'm not, I'm not a big fancy chef like you, Adam. I, I, I struggle with the, with the basics of cooking. Uh, let's see things that happened today. Uh, in 1951, the California Supreme court ruled that the mere congregation of homosexuals at the black cat cafe was not sufficient grounds for suspending the bar's liquor license. I was watching Cold Case and, uh, you know, and they had an episode where back in the day, apparently, and I don't know if this is true, but they said cops would go into bars that were suspected to be gay bars and they would they would have women there so that the bartender could warn them that the cops were coming and they would swap out their male partners for their female partners. Yes. And uh, I was just, I was like, wow, they would literally arrest them for dancing together for two guys dancing together. What? I mean, I guess what, I should have known that. What do you think happened at Stonewall? Is it because they were dancing together? It's because they were just in a bar together. It's like it's crazy. They were arrested for and her, uh, repeatedly arrested for being flamboyant in a bar. Right? There was no. That was that was why the Stonewall riots happened. Uh, in uh, 2005, Senator John McCain announced that although he is opposed to federal constitution amendment to ban gay marriage, he supports a state version in his home state of Arizona. So. Ugh. Uh, on August 27th of 1955, the Mickey Mouse Club Theater opened in Disney's Fantasyland. Excuse me, Disneyland's Fantasyland. Uh, it's the air-conditioned theater. will presented various Disney cartoons, and at one point, it was the home to the 3D Jamboree featuring the multi-dimensional Mouseketeers in color. That sounds like a fucking acid trip, doesn't it? It's like 3D Jamboree yeah. with multi-dimensional Mouseketeers. I used to love, we had, uh, we have this theme park called Magic Springs. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite ride was literally just a theater that you would walk into and they would play something on the screen that would move around a lot and it would make you feel like you were, I don't know why I liked it so much, but I really enjoyed it anyway. 
I just, I, I'm curious of these multi-dimensional Mouseketeers. What, what dimension exactly was Roy from? Anyway, that, Adam, that is a joke for people that were born before 1960. <laughs> um, I know, I know Annette Funicello was a mm-hmm. Mouseketeer. Uh, in 1963, Harry James, a very popular band leader and trumpet virtuoso in his orchestra, performed at Disneyland for the first of a six-day engagement. I've heard of Harry James, but you know, I've never, to my knowledge, I've never heard him play. I mean, I know he's probably dead now, but I mean, I've not heard recordings of him. Uh, in 2006, the top 10 water parks in the U.S. are announced, and Disney World's Blizzard Beach came in at number six, and Typhoon Lagoon at number nine. By the way completely opposite typhoon lagoon is way better than blizzard beach these people are crazy um let's see this is it sounds like a bunch of whole things that uh seem very very complicated to read uh in 1955 uh the first edition of the guinness book of records was published in great britain did you know that did you know that you can win a record for pretty much anything yes we had a guest on this show (laughs) show where we talked about that you could i mean i could say i want i want the record for the fastest time attaching velcro to an acoustic block we could probably get and guinness record for saying like the most times in a oh, in a two minute period we win that every week right exactly that's what i'm saying uh the book was intended to be given away for free in pubs to promote the guinness brand However, it turned out to be so popular that the company started selling it that fall, and it became a bestseller. Uh, An American edition debuted in 1956 and was soon followed by editions in a number of other countries. uh, There you go, the the, the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, On August 27th, I don't know why I said it that way. On August 27th, Adam, does your new Bartesian use apple cider and honey? Well, I don't know. So the only thing that the only thing, everything is either in the capsule mm-hmm. or it's alcohol or it's water. Well, so let me I tell you, I Adam, it's it's nature's miracle healing medicine, apple cider and honey. It cures arthritis, bladder infections, cancer, canker sores, cholesterol, colds, fatigue, hearing loss, heart disease, high blood pressure, impotence, indigestion, influenza, skin problems, sore muscles, excess flab and much much more oh i need some apple cider and honey then you do uh it's known around the world as mother's nature's recipe and miracle medicine i can't talk i found this is kind of gross i found a tiny little i I think they call them skin tags Mm -hmm. i found a tiny little skin tag under my arm the other day yeah i nearly died I was like, oh my gosh, I'm officially old. I'm well, getting skin According tags. to this scientific article, mix three teaspoonfuls of apple cider with a teaspoon of honey and dab on the pimples, skin tags, or other skin conditions each night. Don't they sell something that will get rid of skin? Like you can put it on them and they'll fall off. I don't know. Or whatever. I don't know. I think there's a skin. Have you ever had a skin tag? I I probably have. Um, you can, you can lose weight too, Adam, instead of walking around the track every day, you could, uh, do this by, uh, making a fabulous diet cocktail. It's made with five parts, apple cider and one part honey. 
You'll drink one cup of this miracle brew before meals to speed up metabolism and suppress your appetite. You know, I read an article the other day that said uh, it's a myth that you your metabolism goes down as you age, that that they have a scientific study has proven that it's very minimal. Yes, I, I saw the headline. I did not read the article. Yeah. So people who say, oh, I can't lose weight because I'm getting older and my metabolism is slowed down. It's not because they're older. It's because they're drinking too much red wine or something. Uh, this is a, a slightly frightening one for uh, folks out there that own cats. Cats once conquered Egypt. A little known historical fact is that a pack of cats once defeated the great army of the ancient Egypt. <laughs> the Egyptians. I don't know if you knew that, but that's why they they painted all those you know artworks of cats because it was a it mm-hmm. was one of the demands mm-hmm. of the cats. Just, just a pack of cats, just a roaming pack of cats, defeated they the said. great army of Egypt. Uh, the Egyptians considered feline sacred, and crafty Persian king named Cambius used that against them when he engaged the Egyptian army in 525 BC. He placed a row of cats directly in front of his. Re- oh, I see. They were sacrificial cats. So the cats didn't do it on their own. That's all I'm trying to say. I mean, I think a cat would. <laughs> you think a cat I, would? I don't know if they could, but I, the I, I feel like cats, I, I feel like cat. a cat would look at an army and go, look, get off my lawn. Look, my cat would look at the army and say, do you, do you have food? Like, because <laughs> I would really like some food. Do you have food? Um... Uh, Adam, there were some number one movies at the box office on August 27th of multiple different years. I'm going to play you the theme song for one right now. I need you to tell me what uh, number one movie was this from on August 27th? Any, any thoughts here? Uh, the Crow, City of Angels. Oh, I'm sorry. That, 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 let me give you that one a little bit louder there. Yes, absolutely. That is correct. The Crow City of Angels uh, was the was the movie. Did I read that in the pre-show? Were you listening to the pre-show in your car on the way home? I was home? not. I was not because I didn't know you were doing a pre-show without me. Ah. I thought you were waiting until I got home. So no, I, I wasn't listening to the pre-show in the car. All right. Well, numerous people had their birthday on August 27th. Uh, a little, uh, we'd like to say a happy birthday to uh, them. Uh, Blake Jenner turned 29. I don't know who he played on Glee, but the picture of him on this page is really uh, pretty looking. Uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad turned 42. Caesar Milan, the dog whistler, whist- whistler <laughs> turned 52. And Paul Rubens turned 69. Do you know who Paul Rubens is? He's a noted Florida theater aficionado. Yes, that's a joke. Do you know who he is? He's Pee Wee Herman. Yes, he's Pee Wee Herman, and he was arrested for masturbating in adult theater. That was the noted theater aficionado joke there from our uh, uh, executive producer. I was reading who he is from the, and then I realized, yes, I do know who he is. Well, there you go. Uh, Anyone else you see on this list that you want to say happy uh, birthday to? Daryl Dragon. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Okay, great. But I wanted to say Daryl Dragon. Happy birthday. Oh, he died. <laughs> Happy birthday. 
Oh, he died. Uh, well, there you go, Adam. Uh, happy birthday for to each and every one of them from each and every one of us. I don't know where we are. Where are we? I think I think the last thing on the well, on the list coming is coming in for a landing. Yeah, I think the last thing on the list is you. Okay, so I I'm easing back into my diet. Yes. And uh, last night I even though even though you have a, a, an intense phobia of scales. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fitbit scales, you know, <laughs> any, all that stuff. Any kind of thing that can give you an, uh, a definitive answer. You're you're scared of definitive answers is what I mean. I am. I am. So uh I but I'm, you know, I'm easing back in. By the way, I made a spaghetti sauce this week that was actually really good. And I'm I'm not good at spaghetti sauce. I will admit. Mhm. They're usually too sour yeah, when I try to make it from sour. scratch. I, I always like to put a little bit of sugar in it just to kind of sweeten it. Uh, so I didn't realize that tomato paste actually brought some sweetness. Well, yeah, tomato is a fruit, Adam. No, no, no. But I mean, I would use crushed tomatoes, but no tomato paste. And I didn't realize that this, the paste would make it a lot sweeter. But also, oh, I, love I, feel like, I feel like I like a savory tomato sauce. And uh, I added... Um, First of all, I looked up a recipe, which is always good. Um, but I added Worcester sauce, Worcestershire sauce, yes, and uh, and I also I, I cooked up a little bacon, and yeah. uh, you know because I found some recipes that had pancetta in it, yes, and I also cut a rind off of parmesan and let it yeah, let you, it you, bubble you, away in the sauce for you, half an hour. You do realize that bacon's way more salty than pancetta. It, I don't, it was only four pieces. Okay. It was fine. I mean, I tasted it. It wasn't overly salty. But anyway. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I, glad I do realize you, uh... that, but it, it added a good flavor. Anyway, so it was good. It was a lot better. I'm getting better, Daniel. Oh, Adam, Adam, breaking news. Breaking news from the chat room. Uh, I guess Daryl Dragon. Was that his name? Daryl Dragon? Oh, he, he's the he, captain? He was the captain from Captain no. and Tennille. Yeah, I don't know. They was That was a man and a woman who sang together. I'm not something I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm probably wrong on this, but I believe their song was love, love will keep us together. Is that? Yes. Yes, it was. Look, I got it. I got it. I got it right. So Kathy Markle, Kathy Markle. Yeah. Kathy Kathy Marshall in the chat room Mm -hmm. says, Adam Worcester sauce has anchovies in it. Yes. I know. I I love, I love two things about that. Number one, I love that you can't say Worcestershire, so you just say Worcester sauce. And number two, uh, just your 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 resignation to your tone there. It's like, yes, I know I don't like anchovies, but I do in that case. And uh, you're just resigned to. No, I don't like seafood, but I like Worcester sauce is okay in things because it brings uh, an umami flavor. And um, anchovies are okay in things as well because I like Caesar dressing. However, I don't like a fishy flavor. It just so happens that those two things don't taste fishy. So, um, and I'm open to new things. I said, when we go on food tours, I eat the fish. I've said this. Speaking of being open to new food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm providing you a segue to your final topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, nothing relating to spaghetti sauce. However, it was pretty good. So, uh, we... uh, we went to buy alcohol for this this thing that we did tonight. Yes, the bartender. And I said, I said, you know what? I don't feel like cooking. I want Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. 
So we go to Kentucky and for whatever reason, we are, we are vexed. We are on our road. It's called the main road. It's called KFC. Yes. KFC. Sure. Um, all the fast food places that are near us suck, have horrible service and it's gotten even worse. Now, do you feel that it's just the ones near you? Well, or all of them. Just we I, have, I feel like there's been a, a drop. There's been a decline in quality at fast food for a long time. And I don't know if that's just because I'm getting older and I'm used to eating better food or whether I it's don't know, because, but you know, whatever. I can't seem to get, but it's, it's all the ones. No, I, I mean, there are ones that are better at least. Not perfect, but better. But all the ones on our road. Yeah. Just sucky. So. The KFC is is 25 minutes away, at least. Right. But the liquor store is 10 minutes. So, you know, I was like, okay, we'll go the rest of the KFC. But the thing about this KFC is, and and I wanted fried chicken. I wanted, I didn't want a burger. Right. You wanted fried chicken. And original the, recipe or extra crispy. You know what I didn't know, Daniel? What? I didn't know that original recipe was crispy. Yes. My whole life. I thought original recipe was the flabby skinned kind of chicken. No, like a rotisserie or something. And the extra crispy was crispy. And so I never would order original because I thought it wasn't going to be crispy. It was crispy. The extra crispy was- Why would you name it crispy and original? They didn't. They named it original and extra crispy. Okay, well- Extra crispy, meaning the original, which is crispy, and now extra crispy. Okay. Well, I like extra crispy, but I had never had the original. And the other day I had it and I thought, oh my gosh, the flavor is good on this. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we went to KFC, but they've been, you know, they've been um, having issues recently with, we got the last time we went, they said, oh, well, we're out of things. Mm -hmm. And it was like half the menu that they were out of. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is there a Popeye's near you? Their service is horrible. They will make you pull into a parking, into a, in a parking mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. and you'll wait for half an hour Yes, but, for like a chicken leg. Yeah, but Popeye's is way better chicken. Well, than and it, chicken. it's just, yeah. I mean, is there I, a well, I don't know. Is there a Publix? Do you have Publix? No, we don't have Publix. Oh. I was going to say, you know, the Publix. best fried chicken is Publix fried chicken. And oftentimes, instead of going to a place, if I, if I have a hankering for fried chicken, I just go to Publix and buy the, the fried chicken there. Because it's way better so, than anything else. No, we don't have a public, so I can't speak to that. But I will say, yeah, I like the fried chicken at Popeye's and I like the biscuits and everything. And sometimes I really am in the mood for their red beans and rice. Yeah. But I kind of haven't felt like going by going there because of how bad their service is. Also, sometimes I'm in the mood for KFC. Okay. But, you know, you, but, you were just complaining about how you're. So, so what, no, what did they do? What did they do that was so All bad? Right, so we get there. And, and I didn't even remember that they were out of stuff the last time. Right. We pull up. She says, welcome to KFC. Um, by the way, we're low on product. Now, first of all, I just want to say, don't just tell me you're low on product. What? So now I'm going to play menu roulette for 20 minutes. I'm going to go, um, I would like the chicken strips oh i'm sorry sir we're out of the chicken strips okay well let me get the original but i want a thigh uh we're out of thighs sir um could i have mac and cheese uh mm, sorry yeah you know we're out of so if you're gonna tell me you're out of product 
Yeah. Could you tell me what product you're out of? So I said to her, I was already getting pissy at this point. Yes. So I said to her, um, well, before I place my order, could you tell me what you actually have yeah. or what you're out of? Whichever list is shorter so that I know before I place my order. Uh huh. So then she does that. She, she tells me. What were they out and, of? I'm uh, dying to know. Basically everything. They were out of strips. They were out of mac and cheese. And I wanted mac and cheese. Yes. They did have original. They were out of most of their extra crispy. They had a pot pie or two. I mean, they were out of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm okay with original. We'll just get, both of us are getting a three-piece original. I'm really sad that you don't have mac and cheese, but I'll get french fries and coleslaw. And, uh, and so we pull up and I was dying. I told Mark, I'm like, I was dying to say something like, because the last time we came here, they were out of product as well. Yes. And I want to be like, um, is there a time of day when we could come when, you know, you have product? Is there some, you know, like what? And, and fine. And I was just, oh, I was sitting here. I wanted to say something so bad. And they come to the window and I just could not help myself. I said, you know, last time we came here, you were also out of product. And uh, I just want to know, like next time, if we're in the mood for KFC, when should we come so that you have product? Right. And what was the answer? You know, and then they go into this whole thing about, well, sir, uh, I'm so sorry, you know, that you whatever uh, we didn't have. what. And the other thing is we get there and she's like, oh, by the way, we're out of uh, we didn't tell you this, but we just ran out of thighs. Who, who the car before wait, the car before. Wait, but hadn't the car before already placed its order by the time that you were going to order? And they didn't tell like they didn't. So she said, normally the three piece comes with two thighs and a drumstick. Yeah. And we we were one thigh short. So what did they give you so, instead? So then we had a whole argument because I said, um, well, just give me a breast. And she said, oh, well, that meal doesn't come with a breast. I was so mad. You're out of everything and you won't give me like you won't give me a fucking breast. <laughs> and Mark doesn't like drumsticks. And she would not get the only thing she would offer is a wing or a drumstick, which are both small. Anyway. Wow. So then she goes in this whole thing. I'm so sorry, sir. And this is what she tells me, Daniel. She says, no one wants to work here. We only have one cook. So we've reduced our hours. And at this time of night, we are usually out of things. I mean, she goes into all of this detail. Nobody wants to work here. I'm like, well, that's too much information. You probably don't only tell your customer that no one wants to work. Why? There. She's probably only getting paid 10 or 12 bucks an hour. Yeah. And so and then I thought and so then we get our food. And as we go to drive away, the one of the uh, it looks like the manager, but she's very young, mm-hmm. says, I, I'm really sorry, sir, that that we didn't have everything that you wanted. But I hope the rest of your night goes better. <laughs> And I thought, first I thought, that bitch, she is being sarcastic. But then I thought, oh, my God, it is such a first world problem. These people are working for like five bucks an hour or something. And I'm complaining about a thigh, you know, and they have a shitty job. And I have a job where, you know, I can sit on my ass all day and work from home and make, you You know, know, you you know what the the proper response is to. Well, this meal doesn't come with a breast. Do you know what the proper response to that is, right? No, I, I don't. 
say, I don't mind paying for it. It's like, you, you can, you can, you can upcharge me for it. Well, and I had already paid. Hold but- on. I know that you've already paid. This is the brilliant. I don't know if you know this, Adam, but I have a degree in psychology. I don't like to talk about it. But when they say, I'm sorry, this can't be done. And then you go like, oh, I, I'll, I'll pay for it. And then in that situation at a, at a fast food restaurant where there's very low and, you know, very low buy-in by the employee, right? It's not like they're the owner of the company or something. Um, they're like, all right, on the one hand, I can reopen up another ticket here on this register and charge him some upcharge that I'm not even sure is on the menu that I could actually figure out what to charge him for. Um, or I can just give him the damn chicken breast and say, don't worry about it. And nine times out of 10, they're just going to give you the damn chicken breast and go like, okay, here you go. Thank you. And because they don't have a way to effectively ring you up and they've already told you they can't do something. And then you're like, oh, okay, I don't mind paying for more. I mean, I felt like I was going to have to arm wrestle her for a breast. Right. But that's what I'm saying is like, like, I would have just thrown it back on her and let her make the decision of, is she going to go to the register and, you know, with other tickets in there and then try to ring in another ticket for 39 cents or whatever the fuck the difference is between them. If I was working there, I would have given people extra food, you know, because they're out of everything. Now I've gotten up there, they're out of something else. So we all know that fast food restaurants sometimes are independently owned and then franchised. And those independent owners sometimes are very cost conscious, right? So they're oh my God, unlike, a, unlike a corporate store where they have like, okay, you have to have this amount of chicken out at all time. I used to, I used to work at Subway. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Daniel. I used to work at, I was a sandwich artist. What is that? It's a roll of, Oh, okay. Never mind. Double sided. You used to be a sandwich artist. Yes. I used to be a sandwich artist and uh, we got in so much trouble for, for putting too many olives on a sub. It's like, that's like the most ridiculous thing in my life. She literally, our boss would give us lectures and tell us she was going to fire us if we put more than three olives on a six inch. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Three olives on a six inch. And when you had to say that at the you had to say that at the end of the show, so I can't even use that as the title. Um if you want to send us an email, you can do so. The email is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can send us a voicemail. Go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Do it on your phone, on your browser, and then you can just push the button and talk to us, just like Steve the Sater did earlier this evening. Uh I cut you off, Adam. Go ahead. What were you what were you gonna say? Well, I just feel like if you're if you're going to order olives, yeah, you want to taste olives. And she's yeah. like, no, you can only put three on there. You know, I mean, three mm-hmm. little, and this is not a whole olive. It's like a slice. Three little slivers of olives. Three slivers. You can't even taste it. And when people go to the trouble of saying, I would like olives. Yeah. They want to taste olive. You know, does Olive have anything to say about this? It sounds like you're you're advocating something that I'm not quite sure you they're, want to. And they're black olives as well. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>